Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. The vulnerability of those in power. IT is already an adage, almost to the point of cynicism, that those bestowed with much power are also burdened with much responsibility. We might as well add to this the precaution that those who are placed in positions of power, even if by mere association and consanguinity, are also placed in positions of vulnerability and insecurity. Many would look at those who are appointed by the president, and their close relatives, with envy. One can just imagine the kind of power they wield, many by constitutional fiat, and others by self-imposed imagined influence that they may possess by mere proximity to the powers that be. It is not only elected officials who dare carry with them the belief that just because people elected them, they can bully just anyone. We have seen this in the arrogant behavior of many legislators as they comfort themselves in legislative hearings, brandishing their supposed mandates as their license to browbeat, threaten and shame the resource persons they invited in aid of legislation. And who can forget the statement issued by one elected official telling critics of a family member not to mess with them? Even appointed officials, or even mere relatives of powerful officials, can behave just as badly. I remember reading somewhere of someone threatening us mortals that he has not yet wielded the full extent of his otherwise imagined power. And yet, few ever think of the risks, uncertainties and insecurities that these appointed officials, and relatives, have to endure. Their lives become open books, and their transgressions become everyone's business. Every misstatement, wrong decision and misstep they commit, even if done in good faith, can be amplified to rise to the level of becoming a misfeasance or malfeasance. They become vulnerable to power plays, often peppered with a healthy dose of blindsides, betrayals and backstabbing. Malakanang has often been described as a snake pit or a swamp full of crocodiles to dramatize the point that it is a place where ambitions can quickly die, and honor can easily be tarnished. It is a given fact. The hold on power of appointed officials may be tenuous, and their rapid rise to power perfected by their appointments can easily dissolve at a speed that they will be asked to resign or file a leave, which is often the polite term that will have the same effect when they are not asked to return. One of the rewards of being appointed early on in the term of any president is that one gets to have a part in the euphoria of the beginning of a new term, with all its optic novelty and pioneering glory. There is also the opportunity to chart an initial roadmap and the privilege of shaping an initial branding for the new administration. However, on the other side of this privilege is the inherent curse of being also one of those whose head may be an early offering to the proverbial chopping block. Some departures can be sugar-coated as resignations or voluntary leaves, but often most of these are actually forced on them and are simply labeled nicely to blunt the impact of a firing. In any case, these appointed officials are people who have accepted the offers made to them, and could not be seen as unwilling participants. They had every right to decline an offer. Yet, they accepted knowing the risks, even if they could have very well politely declined instead. Some of them may even have actively sought, often through intermediaries, their positions. This is, however, a luxury that is not accorded to relatives of those in power such as wives, children, children-in-law, siblings, siblings-in-law, parents, parents-in-law and even cousins, nephews and nieces, and their spouses, legal or common law. Generally, these people do not have the choice to refuse and cease to become relatives. What they can do, however, is to be as discreet and as distant as possible, and to abstain from partaking in the limelight, except on occasions that are more social than political. 
It is a fact that there is a constitutional prohibition imposed on presidents from appointing relatives within the fourth level of consanguinity or affinity. There is also a law that prohibits nepotism except in the appointment of people to positions of personal trust. Yet, we know the history of our republic. We know of many relatives of high officials who have either sought for or accepted formal appointments. And in the case of those who are not officially appointed, many have wielded influence, nonetheless. After all, some relatives of high officials find it hard to remain in the background. They bask in the power they possess by affinity. Appointed officials and relatives of top public officials are also exposed to another risk by virtue of their proximity to power. The words they utter become a target for public scrutiny. This goes beyond their public pronouncements in their social media accounts or in other public venues and platforms. This would even include their private conversations, from personal phone calls to emails and social media chats, to messages left recorded in private telephone numbers that can be tapped. This exposes appointed public officials and relatives of top officials to the prying eyes of a nosy public. Worse, it becomes a national security risk, for it can reveal incriminating information that can undermine the government. This can happen by providing government critics the ammunition to criticize the government. The worst scenario is when such private conversations can even yield sensitive information that could undermine national security. It's about time a system of encryption be strengthened, and a culture of prudence be installed where high government officials and their relatives learn to be cautious about what they share and talk about, and to be mindful of the digital footprints of their conversations. It is time to install a more robust system to secure government lines, as well as the lines of government officials when they communicate even with relatives. Relatives of officials who hold sensitive positions should also be provided with secure lines. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.